boyfriend or something who is at Dallas Baptist and decided she's going to Dallas (laughs) Baptist instead. But what a great university it is up there. I've got some great friends who uh, are graduates of Washita Baptist and been on campus. Great uh, buildings, beautiful campus. It's a beautiful campus. It's a wonderful campus. They have the Cliff Harris Stadium there. They do. That's right. Beautiful new stadium. (laughs) Beautiful new stadium. And they're uh, astroturfing the stadium this year. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a can't tell anybody this yet but okay we're getting, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's done. just us my mother and grandmother <laughs> went to henderson methodist my dad went to washington baptist so i have a lot of mixed theologies in my head there you go. <laughs> <laughs> mixed theology you mean they're tearing up the turf that you stomped on they are i'm oh. glad they are that's you know uh i mean what can you do better than artificial turf right <laughs> <laughs> well to kick uh, to kick things off tonight how, what do you think of this cowboy team that's headed to the playoffs it's so exciting it, it it takes me back it really does because i think this is a team that uh is a a young team developing and you particularly from a defensive standpoint because it takes me back to uh the year of 1975 <laughs> the Dirty Dozen. And the Dirty Dozen. And the players, the transitional year that the defense really were, were was such a critical part of, of the development of that year. Of course, we went to uh, that we were beaten early in the year. We didn't have a very good record. Everybody really counted us out. And all of a sudden we came alive and we ended up with uh, in Super Bowl X uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. We should have. Uh, we should have beaten the Steelers in that game, but it's there's an excitement that's generated through youth, you know, and you can see that on the air when I see Van Der Esch and uh, and Jalen Smith going up and after it, and it's really it's really fun to watch that and all the young players that the new name guys that are up there uh, bring excitement and uh, energize the team. You know, so I think it's going to be hopefully one of those years that we're going to surprise a lot of folks. And you could see it as this season progressed. You know, the first half of the year, you could see the youth. And I was talking to Brad Sham about it today, and he kind of described it as a, a, a kid who goes into puberty the first half of the year, becomes go. a teenager, gets his driver's license the second half of That's the year. Right. And now he's graduated high school. He's headed into college. He's got offers from right. uh, Division One schools, Division Two schools, whatever. We're about to find out what level he's going to play at. They don't know what they can do. Right. They right. don't know what they can do. They don't know what they can't do. You know, we, you kind of, we were so discouraged with Sean Lee coming out and being injured and not being there because he was such, and he still is such a great player and in, inspirational leader and then what happens then all of a sudden Vanderesh bigger guy starts smacking guys and making big plays so all of a sudden you know there's a change it's just kind of a you know, this is, might be the new generation, and that's what I'm kind of hoping for. And, and you and you credit Will McClay, Stephen Jones, Jerry Jones, and, and everyone looking forward. And in the draft last year, there was a lot of criticism in this past draft that they took a linebacker in the in the first round when there were some other positions available at that point. But they had done their their due diligence on Leighton Vander Esch with just one real year of right. college experience under his belt at Boise State. And, and lo and behold, look what they found. That's right. Well, you know, I mean, it's kind of a, I mean, I hate to talk about myself here, but, <laughs> you know, I came out of Washington Baptist, and I I was a second-string junior varsity quarterback uh, in Hot Springs, Arkansas, my junior year. So 
So you, you transferred know, then? For your then senior? I went to Dizark to a little yeah. small town, and I was a quarterback, and I we quarterbacked undefeated team, and you take off. So you never know about guys, and this kind of gets back to my I hate to talk about this, but my award this year is kind of similar to that because we picked a kid that uh, that's going to be a, a, a someone that we think is going to be has a great potential in the future. But back to the Cowboys, I think it's you know it's so it's so in, so fun to watch youth develop and i see i think that's what we're seeing right now is a a useful team all of us starting to figure out who they are sean lee was such a great player and we were like oh gosh we you know we lost him and oh man he would win and he kind of brought vanderesh along and taught him and he's He's smacking them pretty well. Were you, were you able to pull yourself away from looking at the lake to watch the game on Sunday against the Giants? Oh, my gosh, yes. We had a, <laughs> the signal was not great, but <laughs> but we had a, Oh, my gosh, what an exciting game that was. We were sitting on that side of the hill up there and overlooking it, and I was like, oh, my wife was saying, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so you still get excited watching the games? Oh, my gosh, yeah, I really do. I mean, you know, I mean, the game, because of the, the what it meant was really was really not nothing. And But when you see that internal fire that goes on with that team and uh, and watch them and want, know that they – they're young and they want to win. It was so fun to see the. Let, let me ask you about that because there's so much talk going into the week about, it, and you kind of alluded to it, it being a meaningless game as far as the standings are concerned. Exactly. But you would never, uh, the players in that locker room, the coaches, they, they consider them all to be meaningful games. I don't remember back in your day as a fan watching the Cowboys in the 70s and 80s and even in the 60s, I don't remember. meaningless people resting players on the last game of the season, even if you had the division clinched and stuff. I don't don't remember that. Tom didn't say, hey, Cliff, we don't need you this game to sit down. I can tell you, I I don't remember that, but I do remember one time when Coach Landry said, you know, one time, and it upset me, he said, all we need to do is win three out of the four next games. Now, and psychologically, it upset me because I said, wait a minute, we've got the Giants for playing next week. But I think that in reverse, it really affected us in a way that uh, we ended up beating the Giants and going into the playoffs. But um, but I, it, it's, it's a really interesting situation that they're in. And I, I think that they, um, with, with everything that's going on, the young guys – they don't think about the record. They don't That's think right. about what the thing's going on. They they're just, just playing want, football. They're just going to play football. <laughs> they're out there to do one thing, and that's win. And I, that's one thing that I like about Dak Prescott. He is a winner. We can talk about I can tell you. He throws not great passes, but I know other pl- great quarterbacks that had the burning desire to not just throw percentages-wise and make all these stats – but they were winners, and I can tell you, I think Dak Prescott is one of those guys. I think he's going to come around. Uh, he's going to show you that he can he, that he can win, and he can. Uh, I'm, take, I'm going out on a limb here. I'm going to say that he's going to be able to give him time, uh, but he's going to be able to be a real winner for the Cowboys. Can you can you uh, kind of sense his leadership skills from afar? 
Oh my gosh, yes. And you know the thing that Dak does that I watch on the sidelines and see everything else, he's so inspirational. He's, he goes into the sideline and he pumps the guys up. He talks to them. He pats them on the back. He doesn't just go sit on the sidelines and, you know, quietly and just – but he gets those those guys going. That is the kind of quarterback that wins in the NFL or wins in life. And, and you know what? When, when Jerry – talked to Roger about that same thing, and Roger said, you can find quarterbacks and you can find guys that throw for a percentage, but your quarterback better be a leader. Yes. Guys better want to follow him. Follow him. You guys would have followed Roger to the end without, of the earth. Without huh? any question. Probably still, huh? Still, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still buy his lunch uh, every now and then. So you know. See, that's the sign he, of true leadership. He, he gets you. He figures out a way that you feel compelled to buy the lunch. Well, no, but he always buys it. I just yeah. try to buy. It. That's like that's like the, a couple of years ago. The offensive linemen decided they were going to get all together and go and take Roger to lunch. And yes. they did it at a big fancy club on the top floor. And uh, their intention was to, to pay for lunch, right? So they got done, and everybody's like, okay, where's the bill? And, and uh, it's already taken care like of it. Yeah, yeah, he already paid for the Every whole time thing. that we get together and talk about and, and have lunch together, Super Bowl Thirteen comes up. Mm. And he says, what happened in Super Bowl Thirteen? Why didn't we win? What happened there? And then it still we, eats at him, huh? Oh, my gosh, it eats at both of us. You know, yeah. that was a big, it drives me crazy that uh, we should have won, though, when it was 10 and 13. Yeah. I don't want you know going there. But. Well, Danny Sarek has a wireless microphone here. So anyone in attendance here at the Cowboys Club, and the club is filling up. I guess everyone has heard that Cliff Harris is <laughs> That's in right. The house. See what happened? If you have a question for Cliff Harris, find Danny over here. And uh, with the wireless microphone, she will uh, have you ask questions as we go forward here. And Cliff mentioned the Cliff Harris Award, which goes to the yep. top defensive player in the country in Division Two, II, Division Three, and NAIA colleges and universities. And when we come back here... On the Legends Show, we talk about that and much more with the great Cliff Harris from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. You are loyal. You bleed blue and silver. You even scream at your TV when it's game time. You're a football fan, and so are we. At SWBC, we're your biggest fan, cheering you on for your next big win. From finding the right insurance options, buying a home, and even planning your financial future, we've got you covered. Call SWBC at 866-GET-SWBC, and together we'll build a game plan you can cheer about. Loan subject to credit and property approval. SWBC Mortgage, NMLS number 9741. Choctaw Casinos and Resorts presents the official rules of breaking the rules. Rule 1, get out of town. Rule 2, actually better leave the state. Rule 3, find a place with like-minded escapees. Rule 4, disable work email and Wi-Fi. Rule 5, eat, drink, play, win, bowl, dance, and win some more. Go all in at Choctaw Casino and Resort Durant, right up 75. Here in the Lone Star State, we've got a few do's and don'ts. Huge homecoming moms, that's a Tex is. Chili with kidney beans, that's a Tex ain't. Mrs. Baird's bread, definitely a Tex is. Mrs. Baird's bread is baked fresh in our local DFW bakeries for a soft, delicious taste as true as Texas, guaranteed. Mrs. Baird's, Texas born, Texas bread. 
For over 35 years, the Dallas-based law firm of Bell Nunley has been casting a big shadow for our clients. As one of the largest law firms in the region, Bell Nunley is proud to include commercial litigation, mergers and acquisitions, real estate, intellectual property, and white-collar criminal defense in our extensive list of practices. Go to bellnunley.com. Think big. Talk to Bell Nunley today. Right, is this your best climbing gear? No, but it's okay. Uh, um, did you just say okay? Relax. What's the worst that could happen? Um, the rope could snap? Well, what's the second worst thing that could happen? Networks, like climbing gear, should never be just okay. AT&T is America's best wireless network, according to America's biggest test. Now with 5GE. More for your thing. That's our thing. Claim based on GWS1 score September 2018. Excludes proud sourced studies. 5G evolution not available everywhere. See att.com slash network to learn more. It's football season. When you're tailgating with your friends and family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs. The Pettigene Griller or the new All Be Frank will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, and summer sausage. Oh, and the best hickory smoked bacon around. Available at your local retailer, a Proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, Pettigene Meats. Go ahead, taste the difference. Back, back, back to the SWBC Mortgage Dallas Cowboys Legends Show. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Brody back to throw, breaks out of the tackle, runs the sideline, throws deep for the end zone. It's intercepted at the five-yard line. Cliff Harris intercepted. Now Renfro was there, but Cliff got the ball. In front of Gene Washington and the Cowboys take over on their own five-yard line with one second left. There it is. The Cowboys are the champions. How about that? Bill Mercer with the <laughs> yes, call on the Bill Cowboys Mercer. radio <laughs> network. And that was, what was 1971 <laughs> NFC championship game, a 14-3 win over the 49ers. Wow. And uh, Cliff Harris and the Cowboys were headed to the Super Bowl. How about this? It was on January 2nd. Whoa! Whoa. 1972. Let's not talk about how let's, long let's ago Let's do that the was. math on that, huh? <laughs> yeah, this no is math. 2019. That is let's see. That's 40. No way. So, so the Cowboys ended up. Years ago. Yeah, Cowboys ended up winning the game 14 to 3. And there was a second and one play at the Cowboys 49. And that was John Brody for anybody that. Wow. Uh, historical yeah, factor. Uh, trying to throw to Gene Washington. So what'd you do? Take the interception away from Mel Renfro? No, are you kidding? It I sounded like he got in his way. <laughs> <laughs> but in any way, it clinched the <laughs> NFC uh, championship, and the Cowboys went on to the Super Bowl and, and, and won that year. Uh, and in that game that they clinched, um, John Brody was 14 of 30 for 140 yards, and the Cowboys picked him three times. Wow, that's And you got the last one at the five-yard well, line. the one that counted. I that's think. right. Yeah. <laughs> Close the door on that. Bill Mercer so, with the call. So that Bill was Mercer. a 14 to 3 win. And then, of course, uh, then into the Super Bowl, the Cowboys beat the Dolphins, were world champions for the first time. 24 to 3 was the final score in that game. We had, we had you know, young guys don't know. They don't. They, they're just they're just involved in the system and going along and trying to do the best they can. W- once you're there, you know, eight nine years, you start to realize how difficult it is to to get to a playoff, get to the Super Bowl, and all those things. But uh, when you're young, you're just doing everything you can, that I, and it's so much fun to 
because I relate to that that young team that goes out there today and does the same things, you know, because I think that they don't know what they can achieve, but I think that the, that, uh, but they can, I think they can get there. You know, one of the amazing things about that 1971 season, you talk about this season, a three and five record, the first half yeah. of the year, seven and one, the second half of the year, 1971 was the year where we had the quarterback shuttle here. Oh, yeah. The, the, in shuffle yeah. plays, in between plays, it was Craig Morton and Roger Staubach, a 23-19 to loss to Chicago. Losing that game, the Cowboys had a 4-3 and record. The next day, Roger Staubach is named the starting quarterback and didn't lose a game the rest of the way. Ten straight wins, win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I think that was a destiny. You know, Roger was such a great player, so was Craig Morton. They were two different style players and i think that the landry system fit roger better and he related to it and he's such a great player and a great leader and came through for us for so many years you must have thought this nfl stuff was a piece of cake you show up in 70 they go to the super bowl yeah 71 your second year you go again and win it do you just think that was life in in the nfl well in 10 years in the nfl you went to five super bowls yeah well you know we went to nine out of ten uh championship games in the 10 years i was there and it just got to be a normal situation for us and, and expected of us and i think that 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 team through the leadership of roger and coach landry and leroy jordan who i think was such a critical element and bob lilly uh from a leadership standpoint uh that they'd suffered through so many years of being close and being beaten by in great games that they wanted to win so bad, and they inspired us and the young guys to win. So did you know anything about that past history, being a young guy? Because I'm thinking this, like this team this year, what's going to come up this week is, well, the Cowboys, you know, they just don't win in the playoffs. These guys don't really have anything to do with it. Most of them have only been here for one playoff game. And, and, and they're going to they're going to bring up, oh, you're two and nine since 19. And, and if I'm Chittabay Awuzie, I'm going, no, not, not me. I didn't lose a playoff yeah, game. Right. Well, and I was wondering if you were aware of the Cowboys' previous history of losing those big games. Well, I can tell you this. In my first year with the Dallas Cowboys, I made the starting lineup. And Bob Lilly came over to me in the first game that we played, and I was the only rookie starter. He said to me, we're going to the Super Bowl this year, rookie, and I don't want you to do anything to <laughs> mess it up. Mess that up. <laughs> so there was, I was there with a veteran team that had been suppressed for a long time. You know, this is an interesting, that's an interesting thing because, you know, the, that team that I was talking about in the 75s, they were a young group. They were just athletic and really good players and inspired. And But there's some internal thing that goes on that is watching the Dallas Cowboys and knowing they hadn't been to the really a championship and playoff for 20 years. And uh, we're close, but not there. And this is uh, the best chance since the last time, I think, since we played Seattle again uh, and lost it well, on the very end. 12, 12 years ago. It, it, it will be almost, almost 12 years to the day. To the day. Yeah. Wow. January 6th. Which is is Sunday, okay. 2006, 2007, actually. Well, yeah. So it's 12, 12 years ago. 
was the loss at Seattle, which was Bill Parcells' last game as Cowboys coach. Get get a load of this. That Super Bowl win against the Dolphins, the starting defensive lineup for the Cowboys in the secondary, you had Herb <laughs> Adderley and Mel Renfro at cornerbacks. Cornell Green and Cliff Harris were the safeties. <laughs> the linebackers were Leroy Jordan in the middle, a Super Bowl MVP, Chuck Halley, and Dave Edwards, the outside linebackers, and the front four anchored by Bob Lilly in the middle, Jethro Pugh at defensive tackle, and the ends were Larry Cole and George Andre. That's that pretty a, salty. That was a pretty salty team, I can tell you. <laughs> I was glad to be pulled along in that draft, you know. <laughs> I mean, the draft of the right. win, not of the yeah. – Because <laughs> right, I was a free agent again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. College free agent out of Washita Baptist. Danny Sarek has the wireless microphone. Hello, Danny. Hi, guys. Cliff, your first question tonight comes from Oscar from Dallas. Hey, Cliff. Hi, everybody. Uh, Charlie Waters and uh, you, Cliff, were the best safeties of that era. Who was better? (laughs) (laughs) Charlie is my great friend, and we're trying to do, we're trying right now, there's an effort going through to try to get Charlie Waters. I'm glad you asked that, Oscar. Um, into the ring of honor because I think he's one of those guys that uh, was an inspirational part of the team and a great player and needs to be in the ring of honor and um, 41 career interceptions 41 for so he was which is perfect big, for his number 41 big, you know we worked together so well as a team I couldn't have been the player that I was without having Charlie as my counterpart there in the uh, in the secondary you know um, and we had such a uh, interesting time during that uh, during that era. And uh, he came out of it. You know, he's just had 12 vertebrae fused in his back. He's had broke. He's had both his knees replaced. And I said, Charlie, how did that happen? He said, Cliff, I took on the 270 and 80 pound line and cut him back to you to make an easy tackle. <laughs> okay, Oscar yeah. asked the question: Who is the better player? Who is the bigger heartthrob? Charlie Waters or Cliff Harris? Well, you mean it's, it's, it's all depending on who you ask. <laughs> ask your wife, and you were the bigger heartthrob, right? There you go. How did you guys? How did you guys end up kind of hooking up and kind of hitting it off and being like, you know, he and his wife, or him and Charlie? Charlie. <laughs> I mean, it's like you guys became Butch Cassidy and the Sunday. Well, I kid. think it, it came. I don't know. I think that it came through motocross. So we both had dirt bikes that we really? rode, and we even rode them in the during the season. Tom Don't knew t- about that. No, did not know about that, and would find us, and we would ride race motocross. Of course, I was, you know, better at it than he was, because <laughs> you but, grew up in the hills of Arkansas. That's right. You were more accustomed. But to I the think hills. we we were. I, I think that that uh, we became really good friends during that time, and. Uh, uh, and both had you know, were young guys on a, a really a veteran team, and then trans, that transformed into a more veteran team where we became the leaders and understood how to, uh, you know, understand that how how that worked with the with the with the players. So, uh, but he was a he's a good friend, and we wrote you know a book together, which was really fun, and uh, uh, it was a really a bestseller. Um, uh, but uh, we really, 
We really have. We've hit, really had a good time over these years. He's okay. a great, great guy and a great player. I promise we talk about the Cliff Harris Award in this segment, but I want, I want to hold it to the next segment because we're up against a break, and okay. we're going to start off the next segment talking about the Cliff Harris Award, which is awarded each year to the top defensive player from a Division II, Division III, or NAIA college or university. And we'll do that when we come back on the Cowboys Legends Show with Cliff Harris in just a moment. I can't believe it. That we're in an elevator with a puma? No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. Um, could you hit seven for me? Okay, no need to. That's fine. I'm good. Believe it. Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. The Cowboys work in the searing heat, watch hours of film, and endure countless practices because these are the marks of a champion. At Maker's Mark, we understand. We hand-rotate every barrel, hand-dip every bottle, and use red winter wheat from the same single-family farm. Because like our distinctive taste, these are the marks of the maker. Maker's Mark. We make our bourbon carefully. Please enjoy it that way. Come to Mahindra's Harvest Demo Days to find your own Mahindra from the world's number one selling tractor. Test drive subcompact tractors, compact tractors, heavy-duty utility tractors, and a full line of utility vehicles. Hurry in for the best savings of the year during Mahindra's Harvest Demo Days. Find your dealer and the best savings of the year at TexasMahindraDealers.com. Looking for a pre-owned car with a great price? You could go through the hassle of searching, waiting, haggling, disagreeing, more waiting, running around trying to compare prices, and then just settling anyways. Or you could go to AutoNation, where you can shop over 20,000 AutoNation pre-owned vehicles, and each of them comes with only one low price. Our best price guaranteed. No haggling, no pressure, no back and forth. Start your search for one price pre-owned vehicles at AutoNation.com. Hey, is this your best climbing gear? No, but it's okay. Um, did you just say okay? Relax. What's the worst that could happen? Um, the rope could snap? Well, what's the second worst thing that could happen? Networks, like climbing gear, should never be just okay. AT&T is America's best wireless network, according to America's biggest test. Now with 5GE. More for your thing. That's our thing. Claim based on GWS1 score September 2018. Excludes crowdsourced studies. 5G evolution not available everywhere. See att.com slash network to learn more. What happens when the world's biggest casino, Windstar World Casino and Resort, meets the world's biggest football team, the Dallas Cowboys? I'll tell you what happens. A whole lot of winning. Come to Windstar and help us celebrate the biggest new partnership in entertainment. Windstar World Casino and Resort, the official casino of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back, back. back to the SWBC Mortgage Dallas Cowboys Legends Show. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Second out play. Bob Lee looks to the defense. And wheels back to pass. Bob Swan throws to his left. Throws one deep down the left side. Intercepted by Cliff Harris. The 40. To the 30. To the 20. To the 15. Cliff is back to the 14-yard line of Minnesota. <laughs> Cliff Harris at it again. 
as we take a trip down memory lane here on the Cowboys Legend Show here at the Cowboys Club at the uh, Star in Frisco. Cliff Harris is our Legends guest. I love the the, the old stuff from the past. Bill and, Mercer and radio again, call. right? Bill, Bill Mercer, Mercer. Uh, with the call. So that was the week before that championship game we just talked about. It was the NFC Division game, and it was on Christmas Day, yeah. by the way. That's right. Uh, they were playing at Minnesota. They won 20-12. to 12. Uh, but at the time, the score at halftime was 6-3, to three, and this was the second play of the second half. And uh, Cliff uh, picks it off, returned it to the 13, and Dwayne Thomas on the next play ran 13 yards for the wow. touchdown. Boy. Cowboys go up 13-3, uh, to three, and the rest was history. And they even chased Bob Lee out of the game and Gary Quazzo came in. <laughs> How about that for a name for the past? Vikings quarterbacks of the past, and Dwayne Thomas didn't talk to anybody before, before or after talk- the game. Oh, that's right, <laughs> that's exactly, right. and and nobody knew why. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You did know, you not try to talk to him? Oh, I did. I, you know, I ran kickoffs back with him, and he was my friend. And all of a sudden, he just he clammed, clammed up, up on me. Wow. You know, and I didn't understand why, but I. But, but, you did know, you quit blocking for him, or what's, what was the deal? No, no, no. no that was, was not my a, deal. No, it, was, <laughs> it was across the board. He wasn't talking to anybody. No, I wouldn't stop <laughs> No, but Gil, Gil Brandt said, did you know that that was the first at Cowboys? Uh, we played on uh, Christmas Day. That was the first game in the NFL that had been played on Christmas Day. Really? Oh, really? That's what he was saying the other day. Wow. Yeah. So Gil knows all the Yeah, right. Yeah, he does. So, he does. Know. And you know what? And there's no one here that are Could smart enough <laughs> to dispute it either. <laughs> or long enough around it. Yeah, right. Series. Just dawned on me, this is January 2nd. The Hall of Fame vote comes up on February 2nd. Yeah. So one month yes. from today, Gil Brandt will be voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's my wow, prediction. that's good. All right. SWBC Mortgage brings you the Cowboys Legends Show. For more than 40 years, SWBC has been helping people, companies, and financial institutions prepare to win in Texas and across the country. Visit SWBC.com to learn more. Let's talk about the Cliff Harris Award, which goes to the top defensive player in the country in Division II, Division III, or NAIA, colleges and universities. And this year's winner, Corey Ballantyne from Washburn University, a defensive back. Yes, sir. And, you know, there are 550 small colleges in the United States. Uh, I came from a small college myself. That's why I'm trying to bring more recognition to these players that are great players throughout the United States. 550 colleges. Every year we get 150 nominations from all the SID, uh, sports information directors and the uh, and the. Um, and the um, athletic directors, right? They was they send into the Cliff Harris Award dot uh, com. That's where they put the information into to give these kids a chance. Gosh, they're three years players of the year. You know, they're all Americans. They're so we we really have a challenge from so many different angles to try to determine the best player. We use scouts from the Cowboys and other places, and Gil Brandt's barely involved with it. I've got a committee of Roger and Jim Hart from the Cat- wow, uh, and Charlie Hart. Waters and uh, you know and Leroy Jordan and all these guys. We all sit around and we kind of talk about this and try to figure out who's the really the player that we think is going to have the the is the best player that's going to have not only a chance maybe to play in the pros, but the b- best player in the in these small colleges, and we came up with a Corey Ballantyne from Washburn University. 
He's a kid that was not highly decorated. The pros like him. The the uh, the 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 statistics show that he's going to be a great player. And, you know, so we try to balance the D2, D3, and NAIA to pick from different players throughout the year, not necessarily just go to statistical things alone. Uh, but just to give you an idea, back uh, five years ago in 2013, Pierre Desir, who is now a starting defensive back for the Indianapolis Colts, Cowboys just saw him uh, last yes, month. Right. Uh, he was the winner of the Cliff Harris Award. Yes, he was. Out and of he, Lindenwood. Out of Lindenwood College out yeah. of St. Louis. So uh, he intercepted the pass, if you remember, that Dak threw a little bit short in the, was it in the fourth quarter. Pierre oh, went yeah, up yeah, and, yeah. Desert, and intercepted that. And so he was our first winner. So we've got NFL guys that are playing in the NFL uh, today, and we're proud of that. But we're also proud of the guys that not are players today that deserve recognition for what they've done in small colleges because you go to the last page in the sports page and you see the championship right, there. Right, so yeah, we're trying yeah. to get it to the front page. And this Corey Ballantyne I saw where he's already yes. been incited to the uh, invited to the Senior Bowl. Yes, he is. And usually when you go through, and I've been there several times, and you look at the roster, and it's usually not small college kids unless they need somebody to fill in. That's so right. So the fact that he's been invited there, they must think a lot of him. Great point, Mickey, because he is really a gr- he was a great return guy. Yeah, a great a return guy and a great cornerback, and he intercepted passes, so they didn't throw against him. So his stats aren't as up, but he's going to the uh, to the Senior Bowl, and we're you know we're looking. So you watch for Corey Ballantyne, uh, that at a Washburn University in the Senior Bowl, he's going to be a uh, he'll be a standout. Uh, in the pros, we're going to predict it, and he'll be a number one. All right, here, here's just a little stat sheet on the Cliff Harris Award. In the five years of the Cliff Harris Award, 18 Cliff Harris Award winners or finalists have been drafted or signed as yeah. free agents. Seven winners have been drafted, 11 free agents. 15 total Cliff Harris Award winners or finalists currently with NFL teams. And I noticed one name on here. He blocked a punt last week at the Dennis Gardeck yes. against Seattle, <laughs> and their Pro Bowl punter, uh, yeah. out, of the, out of University of Texas, the rookie. He's out of the University of Sioux Falls, yeah, Dennis Gardeck. <laughs> now, why do up. you know that? Because I did the highlight on CBS 11 <laughs> on, on Sunday night. I said, wait a second. And I'm, I'm pretty good about names of people on rosters. I said, who's Dennis Gardeck? And so I looked him up, sure enough, and he's on the list here. University of Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls, by the way, close to Washita. Baptist University <laughs> in Arkadelphia, Arkansas. That's where I'm from. So, you know, so it's they're great players that that change the game for the for the, you know, um, uh, Malcolm Butler. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. He yeah, was one of our finalists. He almost won the, won it, but you know, he's a great player. And you should uh, go back and change the history and say, yeah, yeah, he won it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, does Danny Surek have – yes, there's Danny. Danny. How are you? I do have a hey, question Danny. for you guys. Cliff, now your question comes from Drisco from Frisco. Hey, uh, a lot of people oh. – oh, yeah, I'm out here. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize maybe why you are so famous, at least in Cowboy history, but actually in the NFL, because you didn't have as many interceptions as, as Waters or some of the other players, but – uh, I think a guy named George Allen, who was a the coach at Washington, or Redskins. Yeah, the Redskins. 
I think he called you the rolling butcher knife, ball of butcher knives, I think. So, yes. and I also understand that you, <laughs> I understand that you wore uh, pads that kickers used, and so you had a little more speed, a little more mobility. What, I mean, obviously, you're known for your tackling, right? And your speed, maybe? More so than the interceptions. Thank and you. That that's a great question. And I, I appreciate that. And I, the, you know, the thing that happens and the way that the secondary really works is a free safety has an option. He can intercept a pass, or he can knock the receiver out. At least in one time in my career, you could do that, because uh, today they've changed. They're trying to eliminate those hard hits that knock players out. So you have an option to – so what is going to be the most effective way to win the game? You have an option then. You can either intercept it or knock the guy out. If you knock the guy out, they're going to see it in the next week's game, and their big receiver is not going to want to come across there and try to catch a ball. So it's all a, a game, a cat and, cat and mouse game between the quarterback, the receivers, and so uh, – but uh, – Interceptions were critical at times, and um, but I think uh, letting people know that you can't come into a certain area without, because uh, then they drop the ball, right? Come into a certain area with it. And now it costs you $26,000. I couldn't play today. <laughs> <laughs> so I could play quarterback. <laughs> so your thoughts on the Cowboys now free safety, Xavier Woods. Yeah, and, Xavier and he, Woods. He's turned into a pretty big hitter, too. He really has turned into and it. You know, the, the problem that it is so hard, I mean, so difficult to understand is that when you were going in, when, when I had hit a, 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 a tackle someone and you commit to it 100%, uh, you stay healthy. When you try to hit a specific area on a player and try not to hit his helmet, it really is going to hurt you more than it is the other player. And I, I think it's just, I mean, it's, it's really to me, uh, it's hard for me to grasp how these players today are doing the things they're doing, trying to miss a guy's helmet when, and commit to tackling a guy that's running full speed and, and not hurt themselves. You know, when you commit to going in and tackling somebody hard and you're 100% into it, you're going to be healthy. But if you try to aim, it's and your body's all contorted, contorted, and, so, yeah. and you're trying to, and then all of a sudden you hurt your shoulder, your neck, your. But you know, it's an interesting. You know, it'd be a. I'd have a thought many times of how would I have. You know, that's the thing you have to do in pro football. No matter what, you've got to adapt. You've got to change the way that you do things to make it and to be successful. I was thinking how, what kind of a challenge that would be today for me to try to change, change my game to fit to today's rules. It's really interesting. Today's an offensively offense-oriented game. Now, you retired at age 31, yes. and you had a successful business, obviously yeah. in the energy business, uh, getting started right, right there. What, what went into your decision to retire at that age? I mean, was it where you just felt like you were because what? of the – your business was going so well that you had to devote full time to it, or what? what no, what? I had an injury okay. to my neck 
that left me paralyzed mm. uh, on the field. And uh, I knew that I would have to change my game, as we we're talking right. about today, uh, to in my style to play and potentially could, you know, be paralyzed the rest of my life. Um, and um, and I tackled a quarterback one time and laid there on the field and was paralyzed. I said, hey, if a quarterback can do this to me, it's time to retire. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, we continue with Cliff Harris here on the Cowboys Legend Show in just a moment from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. At Jim Beam, we know the importance of things passed down, like team loyalty and tailgating with friends and family before kickoff. Just like the Cowboys, our bourbon is rich in tradition. Seven generations of the Beam family are proof of that, staying true to our family recipe to ensure a better-tasting bourbon. This season, let's celebrate America's team as one big fan family. On game day, raise a glass of America's native spirit, Jim Beam, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Drink smart, 40% alcohol by volume. Copyright 2018, James B. Beam Distilling Company, Claremont, Kentucky. This here is the story of Lawrence, who always wanted to play pro football. His parents supported his love of the game, sent him to special camps, and then in college, pro scouts came to a bunch of games where Lawrence was playing the trumpet at halftime. Yeah, Lawrence was never that good at football, gave up by the time he got to college. But he also learned how Geico could save him a lot of money on car insurance, so he switched and saved. So, this here story has a happy ending after all. A Number One Air is a proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. This month only at A Number One Air, get an 18-seer system for 14-seer pricing with a free water heater, plus a three-for-free home automation package that includes a smart thermostat, smart doorbell, and voice-activated home assistant. And don't pay a penny until April. And we're giving away a 2018 Ford Raptor. Each donation to the North Texas Food Bank is a chance to win. Call 1-800-NEW-HEAT or visit anumberoneair.com. You are loyal. You bleed blue and silver. You even scream at your TV when it's game time. You're a football fan. And so are we. At SWBC, we're your biggest fan, cheering you on for your next big win. From finding the right insurance options, buying a home, and even planning your financial future, we've got you covered. Call SWBC at 866-GET-SWBC, and together we'll build a game plan you can cheer about. Loan subject to credit and property approval. SWBC mortgage in MLS number 9741. We're the team behind your team. As the official emergency medical services provider of the Dallas Cowboys, AMR is always ready for game day. Our team offers standby services for guests, fans, and players, as well as physician services and first aid rooms. AMR provides fast response care that is always patient-focused, customer-centered, and caregiver-inspired. We're proud to be the official first responders of football players everywhere. Visit AMR.net to learn more. It's football season. When you're tailgating with your friends and family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs. The Pettigene Griller or the new All Beef Frank will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, and summer sausage. Oh, and the best hickory smoked bacon around. Available at your local retailer, a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Pettigene Meats. Go ahead. Taste the difference. 
Back, 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 back to the SWBC Mortgage Dallas Cowboys Legends Show. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Sarchik play action, wants a bunch, goes out in the right flat, fires it intercepted by Cliff Harris, and he's out of bounds inside the nine-yard line. Cliff has just intercepted his fifth pass of the year. That sounds like uh, a different Ooh. broadcaster from the past. I believe that Bill was Mercer. Vern Lundquist. That sounds like the great <laughs> Vern Lundquist on the call. The young guy. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking was... of young guys, Cliff Harris is our guest here on the Cowboys <laughs> Legend Show. I'm Bill Jones along with Mickey Spagnola. Give us the details on that. That Mickey. was November 6, 1977, the Super Bowl year for the Cowboys. Uh, they had just, that, in that game, they were winning their eighth straight, uh, 24-10 over the uh, Giants. They ended up going 12-2 that year, and Joe Pasarczyk was the quarterback. And in that game, he went 6 of 17 for 61 yards. We had a safety blitz on all the, a lot of the time, so he was a little nervous about it. Well, and he <laughs> sacked him eight times. Goodness well. gracious. <laughs> Poor guy. No wonder he... Messed up the snap I was just, from I, center. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out. Okay, you that was do, it was the next year or two years later. I oh, think was it really? Was. That, yeah. uh, Joe Pasarczyk, uh, uh, they were running out the clock, victory formation, and he fumbled the football away, and they lost to the Giants. Is that right? I believe that's yeah, right. Something yeah. like that. All right. <clears throat> Danny Sarek has the wireless microphone, and Danny Sarek has a question for Cliff Harris here on the Cowboys Legend Show. Danny. So, Cliff, we found a picture of you on a forklift, uh, part of a demolition, I think, Texas Stadium. Is that right? Um, that was your Wachita Baptist. So, so it wasn't Texas Stadium. It was Cliff Harris Stadium, right? Yeah, so it was actually uh, the stadium that I played in at Wachita Baptist University in Arkadelphia, Arkansas. They had it set up that they had cut all the beams out, and, uh, and I had a uh, was on a bulldozer and I was going to pull the cable and p- crater at the sta- old stadium. They're going to build a new stadium. They were there for an hour. <laughs> I couldn't, it wouldn't crash. <laughs> it didn't want to give up the old stadium, but we ended up pulling the stadium out. Well, was that fun or is that more sentimental to do that for you? Well, it was, it was a good thing because they changed the stadium from the old stadium to the Cliff Harris Stadium. The first stadium was not named the Cliff Harris Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a very good thing. So and, 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 if you see, and if you see the new stadium, Mickey's it's been pretty, there. We did an interview with them yes, there. Yes, you did. You and, came uh, up there. Up in the press box, and the, they had suites up there. Yeah, they did. It, it was really nice for a school of that size. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty and sweet. And they're about to add an artificial turf to the to the field yeah add so. to it so it's pretty cool thing so how does that make you feel when you walk into cliff harris stadium well they've been they the record there is like 24 and 5 so they so the effect of coming into the cliff harris stadium has been positive so i'm happy with <laughs> there it. there you go so if it helps it's obviously it's helped with recruiting i What's think I, recruiting? I think when we did the interview with them there it was a year uh, after it had been established and they were undefeated at home yeah well we at, went to the a couple in, years right yeah we went to the playoffs this year uh and then uh, the, the d2 playoffs again were and we went last year as well uh, dakota north dakota state we, 
You know. And by the way, North Dakota State, I saw some of their fans in town. They're here once again this yes, year. They're playing right. at Toyota Stadium yes, in Frisco. Yes, that's right. Is that D2 championship? Saturday night. Yeah. Yep, it's uh, 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. I'm going to go. Playing Eastern Washington. Yeah, yep. I know. That, that's How a D2 school. That's right. Yeah. And, they, you know, that was who beat Washita last year. Okay. You know, so. Yep, FCS. And They've won six of the last seven national yeah, championships, so they're going for seven out of the last eight years. And, of course, Carson Wentz played at North Dakota State. Yes, and, yes, uh, that's right. How, just how amazing is that? Well, man? there were great players that come out of yeah. D2 schools, believe it or not. How, yeah. D3. And, how and, in the world? And, by the way, the coach at North Dakota State just became the head coach at Kansas State. He's replacing Bill Snyder, a legend at Kansas State. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. the other thing Cliff's uh, pretty much involved in is uh, – uh, Cliff Harris, J.D. R.F. Uh, reunion Golf Classic. Yes, sir. For juvenile diabetes uh, research. And yes, you've been I doing am. that for how many years now? Well, I've been doing the golf tournament for 22 years. And uh, this my juvenile diabetes research foundation, my dad was a type 1 diabetic. He was a fighter pilot in World War II, shot down in the South Pacific, paddled to the only American occupation occupied island in the south pacific wow or i wouldn't be here today (laughs) but he had type 2 diabetes and was washed out of the air force so i'm committed to juvenile diabetes research foundation trying to find a a solution or improve the complications that exist in diabetes that's one of the things that i'm passionate about uh we have a, all our buddies come out there and play golf. I, it's a great uh, deal. All I meet, know is he allows me to play in it. Yes, <laughs> I do. And we had meeting Joe Green, who's yes. such a great guy. Uh, because last year was the 40th anniversary of Super Bowl Thirteen. He was gracious about how that he talked about how they beat us. And, and, <laughs> we uh, had him on the show about a month ago. Did you really? Yeah. He's such a great guy. And the year before, he had Craig Morton there. Yeah, Craig and Morton was no there No one's seen Craig Morton forever, it Because it was Super like. Bowl twelve, which was 1977. Which right. Was, you know, uh, and we had him come out. He's a great guy, too. And they raised, I mean, the last couple we, of years, over $300,000? Yeah, 350000 last year in, in the last couple of years. So we rose raised close to a million dollars the last couple of years. So, so if anybody wants to play golf with Cliff. Now, when is it? It's in June normally. Okay. It's in June. And, okay. uh, we played at Glen Eagles and uh, Dallas Athletic Club, and we're going to try to decide what we're going to do it next year. So, and, and I've got a great picture with all those former cowboy guys yeah it's in a there. great picture. little old me in the middle yeah. wow what a great opportunity to we have a, rub all, elbows our, with. all of my former you know buddies come out charlie comes out and randy white and ed jones and all the guys mel that that there. there mel Rimfro and mike mike Rimfro and uh, roger comes out so we even have the guys gr- that don't play actually show up yeah they do it's, isn't it great how many former cowboys live in the area it really is you know we've got such a I mean, I, I don't know what winning does, but over, you know, uh, going to the playoffs from 70 to 80 every year but one and 10 years brings a close bond. Winning does something to, to bringing guys back together, and there's there so many wonderful guys and wonderful friends that, w- that are live here in, in Dallas that I – you know, I feel like the my my buddies that were in the secondary were like my brothers or younger brothers, and then Drew Pearson and uh, there were I, I I took them on like like younger younger <laughs> you brothers. Know, and it's not coincidence when you look at the makeup of the players from those teams from the '60s, '70s, and '80s. How many of them went on to highly successful careers 
away from football, post-football careers. Yeah, there have been a lot of guys that have been very successful. And, and you, know, it's, you know, it's a tribute to the Gil Brandt, but Tom Landry, you know, system. He was such a wonderful guy. He was such a, uh, such a committed uh, man of character and faith. Uh, that I was so fortunate to have played for him that brought that team together that was an intelligent team that got his system because it was not it was a complex a very complex system and that's what won for us every time we talk to like the defensive linemen trying to play the flex defense all of them are like we, we thought Tom was crazy yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, it, it didn't, you know, they, they, they did what he said, and we won with it, and uh, and uh, that's what it, may, you know, was very uh, contrary to the way that they'd done their football throughout their lives, and the Tom Landry Flex was a winning system that uh, obviously for our tenure. All right, last uh, minute here of the Cowboys Legends show. It's been great having you on, uh, Cliff. And uh, Mickey, Mickey, we're going to keep doing this as long as the Cowboys keep winning, right? Uh, I'm not sure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, let's encourage it, okay? Who who do we need to talk to? If the club club wants us, we'll do it. Okay. We're going to the Super Bowl this year. We're going to surprise people. So we should have several more shows. We're going to beat Seattle this year because we've got a great – We've got a great system that we understand the quarterback on their team because they're similar to ours. That's exactly And we're right. going to beat great them point. because of that. All, All right. right. So okay. you heard it here first from Cliff Harris. They're going to win on Saturday night over Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. Our thanks once again to Cliff Harris and to you for joining us here on the Cowboys Legend Show from the Cowboys Club here at the Star in Frisco, Texas. What happens when the world's biggest casino, Windstar World Casino and Resort, meets the world's biggest football team, the Dallas Cowboys? I'll tell you what happens. Oh.